0: Good <coughs> morning. Here again for our conversations for the animals. Um, I'm Tina Lundquist Faust, co-president of Houston Pet Set, here with my uh, twin sister. Uh, twin sister and co-president Tama Lundquist. And we're here with um, interesting guests today. We're trying to, or we try to diversify our, our guests a little bit. And we're with Druly Dog Foods. And so we have Z and Rudy with us.
1: Hello, Good Thank morning. You for having
0: us. Hi, good morning. So glad you guys can be here. We're all coming off of a um, a great weekend and I'm um, excited to talk. Um, so Drooly Dog Food is Houston-based, is that right?
1: Yeah, we are based right out here out of Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. We uh, started last year in the midst of the pandemic and... Ooh. We are still going strong as a startup and happy to be based out of Houston.
0: Good, good. Well, we know that there are a lot of dogs in Houston, so obviously um, there's a lot of need for high quality dog foods. Um, How did you guys start? Let's start from the very beginning. How did Julie come about? Well,
2: Julie came about because of two events that happened in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. And so the first one was uh, back in 2007. I had a very loving great dame and i was feeding her a top brand dog food and at the time i thought i was giving her the best i could possibly give but throughout her short lifespan, she started developing skin rashes simple infections wouldn't go away with antibiotics and uh eventually she died of um kidney troubles so sorry and so that was my first exposure to how the pet food trade is operating mm-hmm. and uh, how it can be improved. And yes. then the second time was uh, about a decade later, I was at a friend's house and we're in the backyard, we're having a barbecue and I look over and in the neighbor yard, I see this pole in the middle of the lawn and it's a blazing summer day in Austin so it's probably maybe 100 degree day and I see this little furry lump attached to this big heavy chain you know oh. tethered to this pole and it just bothered me mm-hmm. and so I kept thinking about it all day you know that night I went home and I went to bed thinking about this image and so the next day I was like I'm just gonna go and check up on this little this little dog and I go back the next day and I see the same tether, the same, you know, that dog in the same spots. You know, it, it looked like I hadn't even moved. And so I made the brash decision to jump the fence mm-hmm. and save that dog, you know. Mm-hmm. And that was just my goal. You know, was tunnel vision. Yeah.
0: And so which we don't recommend for most people we don't, because we don't, dogs don't are do property and, and it's stealing but okay they go ahead. Are. I'm sorry yes, sure. yes, <laughs> it yes, gets
1: better the story gets better, <laughs> I gets better. I'm sorry
0: <laughs> no we think it's great
1: <laughs> I was it was in my
2: younger years I wouldn't yes. do that now but it was my younger years There's you yeah, four know. years ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. come on Rudy <laughs> and so I, I hopped this fence and you know I'm taking off this chain and there's a padlock on it you know but I'm oh able God. to slip it off this dog and you know Right when I put this dog in my arms, I see this bigger dog in the yard. Hmm. And, you know, at that moment, I was like, I got to run. So I run, get to the fence. And in that moment, I thought I was going to be a goner. You know, Mm -hmm. I felt this dog (laughs) breathing down my neck. And then I hear the owner yell at dog to freeze. And the owner comes out running towards me. He, uh, he, you know, of course, was irate over the whole situation. And. (laughs) You know, but in that moment, in that moment, I said, you know, I'm not laying this dog on my hands. Right. It's it's going to be mine. You know, I'm going to save it. And so, you know, I, I haggled the guy, pleaded with the guy. And eventually, I, I took out my wallet and had to give me everything I had, mm-hmm. you know, for this little thing. But, you know, um, I ended up taking this dog home with me. And, you know, I took the dog to the vet. The dog ended up being four weeks old. Wow, four, four weeks, weeks and it had a padlock <clears throat> around its neck. And and it, it, like it,
0: it should not have it even was, been removed from uh, its mother at four weeks. Okay, mm-hmm. go
2: ahead. And it was malnourished. Uh, and I mean, this dog was so mistreated that the its hind legs were just, uh, its fur was just uh, wrapped up with whatever fur was on its torso. So it couldn't even walk. Oh my God. And so, you know, I bathed this dog, I groomed it. And it took about four days for this dog to start walking again. Oh, my gosh. And so, uh, you know, let's fast forward about maybe a year. This dog started developing certain health issues. Mm -hmm. And eventually, I ended up having to put the dog down because it just wasn't able to recover. Right. And so that was my second time realizing how important pet nutrition was, especially at a young age. And so I told myself I got to do something good. And Mm. I decided to start a company that kind of worked off the
0: beaten path right to the traditional Mm -hmm. dog food very interesting where a lot of people see what you saw Mm -hmm. and go into rescue because so many of our rescue partners in this community are it's just born out of um they're born out of a passion for animals Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know you could have done the same thing i'm going to try to get as many dogs off of chains i'm going to rescue your vision was different Mm -hmm. you said i'm going to create nutrition for dogs which is essentially what food should be. It should be nutrition. It all sorts of nutrition. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Very interesting. Wow. Yeah. So great. Yeah. So great. I had this idea,
2: and uh, fate had it that I met D. Not, uh-huh. not, you know, not, uh, not too far in the future. Mm-hmm. And he gave legs to my idea, and that idea has been running ever since. Wow. Fabulous. I think
1: it gives me too much credit.
0: Uh, <laughs> so what is your... Position with the company then?
1: So um, he's the founder. And mm-hmm. so I came in behind. So now we're co founders. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rudy had this great idea. And I've always had a love for animals growing up. My parents had a little farm with chickens and ducks, but we didn't have any dogs. We had a couple cats, right? And so at that point in my life, I had just gone through a drastic lifestyle change where I said, you know, I'm going to eat healthy, I'm going to eat really clean. <clears throat> and when I met Rudy, he talked about this company that used all human-grade ingredients in their food. You know, the same things that you would find in your kitchen and just really got me thinking and he's like, but I do it not for humans but for dogs. I'm thinking, wow. Mm -hmm. You know, with with the problem that Houston has with all these homeless dogs and, you know, my brother having his own dog and then reading what's on the labels, I'm like, I can't even read half these words Mm -hmm. and here this guy's showing me this amazing dog food and this concept he has and I'm Mm -hmm. like, we both are such big advocates of leaving things better than we found it. I'm like, why why not? This is fits right with my moral fiber. So he so grew hooked up. The out along. of a passion. The mm-hmm. out of a passion, yes.
0: And it's so interesting when that happens, how doors open for you. You know, you know it's almost like a calling. I hate to get too deep too quickly, but it's almost like a calling things. then when you had that opportunity, we had that situation where the passion grew and mm-hmm. then the, the doors start opening and it's almost like you can't not walk down it. Things fall into place <clears throat> in yes. such a way
2: that it just gives you such wow. momentum.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, And you know you're doing not the right thing, but you're following the path that you're meant to yes. follow, Absolutely. which yeah. is a beautiful thing. That's how we got involved in animal welfare and in Houston. And once you, once you see the suffering, then you can't look back. You know, mm-hmm. right? there's only forward and how do we make, make this better? Mm-hmm. I love your story about your animals and this being born out of a concern for an individual pet because that's how we got involved in, um, in caring for our pets nutritionally. And I had a Westie um, named Taz. And he, by the time he was six, he had been on every antibiotic. He had been on steroids. He had been on um, um, anti-inflammatories. He had been on um, gastrointestinal things because uh-huh. the other drugs were making him sick to his stomach, all because he had skin issues. He was overbred. He was from a backyard breeder, mm-hmm. which we, I didn't understand at the time. My, bless my husband, bought me this beautiful dog, and he was the inspiration for the work that I do, that we do. And um, so I'm not not discrediting how he came into my life. It was meant sure. to be, but he was overbred. And so he had skin issues. Um, by the time he was six, he was on so many meds. He was on um, vet approved dog food that was costing $3 from the vet's office, which was garbage. And um, he also developed a cataract, went blind in one eye. Oh. And we were on. A, I've, we've been on holistic paths our whole lives. Our mother was kind of. Um, she followed a holistic path as um, for nutrition when we were children, and so it just dawned on me: there's got to be a better way for my dog. So that's how I learned about holistic um, foods. Medicine and just kind of a lifestyle for our dogs, and luckily he lived to be seventeen years old. So that had age not, is amazing. Had it not been for the food and the the holistic care, it it never would have happened. So, to to your point, you know, it it truly is um, a, a better way. I think to care for our animals, and I think mm-hmm. you had a similar experience. Yeah, I I actually had the uncle to mm-hmm. your your Taz. So I had a Westie and my mom and sister helped my the man who would be my husband pick out this dog for me. And he was the love of my life. And um, a Westie, of course, same breeder, of course, because um, Taz was was the nephew and he had, again, skin issues. And so the steroids mm-hmm. and the injections and all of that. And um, and then I went to live in London and you think he lived with you. Oh, back up. No, I was pregnant, I remember, and tried to eat really healthy, as healthy as I possibly could. And I was thinking about it. And in those days, that was in 1999. And how can I better feed my my little doggy? And, you know, I loved him so much. I loved him so much. I was worried I would never love my child as much as I love this dog. <laughs> That's how much I loved him. And of course, my love for my child far out seeds that sure. Ex- exceeds that, but you just, you just love them so much. Mm -hmm. You know, you do anything for them. So I started cooking for him when I was pregnant because I thought whatever I'm making for myself, that's as healthy as I possibly can, can make it. I could just give it to him, right? I mean, there's no reason not to. Absolutely. And so um, he got better then. But then I went back to the regular food, and mm-hmm. and then there were issues. And he went to live with my sister when I went was in London for a little while, and she got him. You really got him on that that really healthy path. But it makes such a difference. The nutrition makes a difference in how they act, how their bodies behave, their attitudes. Um, the light in their eyes, mm-hmm. how they mm-hmm. love, how they run, how they, everything. It affected every, and you think about it, the fuel, you know, you put good gasoline in your car. You've got to put good gasoline in your bodies and, yes. and the bodies of your, of those you love. So um, your <clears> turn. <throat> <laughs> yeah, We've it, been doing all the talking, but that's, that's why we're so interested in pet nutrition. And if I may add to that, when I went on your website, I loved that you make it's so easy, you know, because when I was cooking for my dog, I'm sure I was missing some nutrients, right? Because you can't cook the same for every person, nor can you cook the same for every dog, but you guys make it so easy with your questionnaire. How much do they weigh? What's their breed? Well, what's their activity level? You know, all of those things. And then you have the formula like that, and this is what you should be feeding. And it's, you make it so easy, which not only are you thinking about nutrition, you're thinking about how can I make it easy to get it and get it to the dogs, obviously.
1: Yeah. And that was all by design. I think our goal was to really spread a great food. You know, we don't call it a good food. We call it great food Mm -hmm. in in our website. We actually call it positive experiences because we've had nothing but really great feedback from our dog food. Um, From one of our early adopters, he had a dog that just wasn't regular but it always had runny stools mm-hmm. and it was to the point where he was going to have elective surgery on the dog's inner gland to help it and when he started feeding drooly that's the first time his dog became regular after nine years Wow!
2: and wow, that
1: saved him from having to do that elective surgery and that dog just living a really great healthy life now yeah. um you know rudy's in, in the early stages when he did all of his trials one of his customers before I came on and I let him share it because that's the story that tucked at my heart. I'm like, wow, like I couldn't believe the the positive side effects that were coming in mm-hmm. to your point when we designed the website, it was ease of use. Like you can go to these websites yes. that are so complex and you get overwhelmed. Yes. You're like, forget it. But these 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 are our fur babies, you mm-hmm. know, like I have one that's five months old and he's on Druli and you know I I I I'm subscribed myself, you know, mm-hmm. so, but I, you know, Rudy's story of, of our first true owner of subscribers thing touches my heart every time he tells it.
2: So we have a subscriber named Violet and she had a 10 year old uh, poodle mix. And I think it was also from a puppy farm kind of situation. Mm-hmm. She didn't know. And um, when the dog was about six, it started developing arthritis. And it was crippling to the point where the dog would have to be lifted on and off the couch couldn't walk to the door and uh when she came on as a customer um the dog was about 10 years old at that time and we uh she started feeding drilling within two weeks the dog one night uh, the doorbell rang and the dog hopped off the couch by herself um. and ran to the door and you know it was her spunky self yeah and uh apart from that uh the owners go around the block a couple of times after dinner every evening, and they used to have to always carry her. And now, six months later, she was able to walk around the block several times with their owners mm-hmm. and not skip a beat.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's giving her giving them their lives back, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. I remember my Taz, um um, he was in trouble all the time. His name was Jackson for the first six months, but he was such a Tasmanian devil. We just started calling him Taz and it stuck. He was in trouble. He got thrown out of doggy daycare. <laughs> he almost got thrown out of her house. I mean, he was just like, and I, I thought it was just his personality. It was the food.
1: Mm-hmm. And so once- He was
0: like an ADD child. He was like an ADD child. But he was like wow. extreme. And, and I love ADD children. I think they're the most creative, wonderful kids in the world. And mm-hmm. they're, they're just given a bad rep. Like but it was yeah. it wasn't his true personality. Is, right. The food was having a reaction and in he couldn't in his brain and he couldn't mm-hmm. calm down. So once we um once we switched the food, everybody thought he had gone to school to like some kind of training <laughs> oh, program. Wow. He was, he became like docile. I could take him through the airport, set him down to get through security. He would just sit there. People would come and say, Who trained your dog? And I said, I, I didn't train him, I just talked to him. Mm-hmm. So it made such a difference for him neurologically and kind of psychologically. So it's not just their physical, it's their kind of con- um, their quality of life mm-hmm. becomes so much better. And so um, the food mate was probably 80% of his recovery, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I solely believe that. I mean, Violet's dog also had this tumor or cyst on her side. And as Violet's dog, Harriet, ate this oh. food. It just shrank. Wow. And with that shrinking actually- of that cyst, that mm-hmm. the vet couldn't explain. And mm-hmm. to your point, the vet wanted to put her dog on this vet-approved name brand. And it wasn't doing anything for her. So she's like, Rudy, I'm out of, I'm out of options. Like, this is my last-ditch effort to save Harriet. And today, Harriet's cyst is gone. Wow. And she has great mobility. It's not a
2: miracle food or anything. I think yeah. all it is that you're just giving the dog nutrients it needs. Yes. And it <laughs> allows its own body to fight off whatever right. ailments right. it has. Yeah.
0: Well, and you when know? you're feeding something toxic, it's <clears throat> going to have ramifications. There's, there's, there's something, mm-hmm. is, there's an outcome when you're, when you're feeding something toxic. And I think it's also um, somewhat arrogant on the part of our um, dog food companies to think that they're able to provide one little kibble that has all of <laughs> all of all of the nutrition right. for an animal, and it's cooked down. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it, it is. To the the holistic food is is makes such a difference. Right? How did you formulate? How did you you know? <laughs> who did you go to to formulate
2: this? Sure. So uh, I partnered up with a data scientist, mm-hmm. and we uh, we had a nutrient profile which we wanted to follow which follows the afco standard and we pretty much created an ai and this ai would mix and match ingredients back and forth until we met something we met something that resembled the nutrient profile we are looking for mm-hmm. and so the development of the software took about a year to do and we ran the software for about an, another year and within that year, it, took a, it, it produced maybe 1.6 billion recipes, most of which wow. were garbage. But, yeah. um, you know, as the AI learned what worked and what didn't work, mm-hmm. you know, it slowly fine-tuned our recipe to the point where we have this one product. Mm-hmm. And uh, originally, before the AI, I was doing this on Excel spreadsheets. By hand, oh. and it was it was impossible. Yeah. Oh my god! Like my calendar. <laughs> yeah, and it, you know, and it was it was an obsession. Yeah. You know, I would do this day in and day out. I put everything off just to do this. And so, partnering up with the day scientists, I mean, it, it sped up. You know, this, mm-hmm. this years idea. of it, research.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, you'd still be working on it. I would still be working yeah, right. on Excel. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> with
1: the with the kitchen counter cleared and the KitchenAid mixer here, I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah was crazy. That's how it started.
0: So can you tell us, we don't want your proprietary secrets, sure. but what are the ingredients that are yeah. nutritionally best for, for sure. dogs? And is it just dogs or is it cats?
2: So at the moment, we just do dogs. Okay. Um, they're much easier to feed mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> um, so when it comes to dog food, um, we there are essential amino acids and non-essential amino acids. And some are recognized, some aren't recognized at the moment. Uh, and so we try to use uh, protein sources that are human grade and provide the whole gamut of those amino acids. So, for example, we have uh, ground turkey, mm-hmm. uh, which is high in taurine, mm-hmm. which has just recently been shown to prevent uh, collapsed trachea syndrome and uh, coronary heart issues. Wow, wow. And uh, we use chicken liver, which mm-hmm. is high in zinc, which is what la- many large breed dogs need. Mm-hmm. And then we also use beef liver, which is high in copper. Great. And so those are some of the, the we use no fillers, no artificial preservatives or anything like that. Yeah. In and
0: what right. about grains?
2: So as far, so for some reason, the AI produced a uh, grain-free formula. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Makes far as, sense to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It just, it, just, it was <laughs> the right. end product. And so instead we use, uh, we use chickpea mm-hmm. and we use uh, buckwheat flour. And buckwheat's not it's not a grain. Right. It's actually uh, grass. It's a grass, mm-hmm. yeah. It's derived from a fruit,
0: actually. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So. It sounds like um, the world can learn uh, better nutrition through their dog food. You know, I mean, I'm thinking about this and how many people would be better off probably eating your dog food than what they then yeah. going to the yeah. you know the grocery store and you walk through those frozen aisles and you're like no nutrition no yeah. nutrition no yeah. nutrition yeah. you know and it, to hear that it's human grade it's yeah. that's great and, and we we
1: joked about that during the pandemic <laughs> we're like what well, the groceries are out of food we have all this duck <laughs> <laughs> pop it in the microwave add some salt and pepper and we're good to go i mean if you really think about it a majority right. of it's ground turkey and um Chickpea flour, buckwheat flour. So when 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 we cook this stuff, you know, we do it. It's such a unique method where it's not in the hundreds, but mm-hmm. it's just hot enough to kill any pathogen, right? Yeah. So when you cook it, it smells like bakery. Yeah, like it smells like a muffin. It's very pleasant. Wow. It's a very pleasant smell, and it's not runny. You know, sometimes when you have. Um, you know, these Candy homemade dog, food. dog foods, cat foods, it's like it's runny mm-hmm. or it's extra nice and solid, compact. Mm-hmm. So we, we joked about that a lot that it's human grade. It's the same foods that I use to cook at home mm-hmm. that restaurants use. And the only difference is that this AI helped us formulate the one recipe. When, you know, people ask, you know, why don't you guys have like a lamb or a beef flavor? We're like, when you, when you think about the nutritional profile, a lot of dogs are allergic to chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes. when we chose turkey, it was by design because mm-hmm. it has a huge source of taurine, which dogs need.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's
2: Great. A, I think something else to consider that's really overlooked and a lot of pet parents don't ever read about is um, the amount of soluble and insoluble fiber found in mm-hmm. the food. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I think it's very important to focus on the gut biome. Mm-hmm. You sure. You know, which aids in digestion and absorption of nutrients. Right. And so it's important choosing a food that has both uh, uh, insoluble and soluble fiber.
0: Interesting. So <laughs> how does the fiber play into the nutrition then in terms of the gut biome? Well,
2: so insoluble fiber provides a medium which the gut flora can uh, grow on. Ah. So it's, a, it's a substrate ideal for it. Mm-hmm. And in, soluble fiber is a fuel for this bacteria to grow in. And so, you know, when you brought up uh, children with ADD, sometimes mm-hmm. their diet is affected right. Absolutely. Immensely. and yep. um, it's the same thing with dogs. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, well, the gut is
0: to... related to that. It's it's the. Like, yeah. It's the second yeah. brain. Yeah, yeah. it's exactly. Taz. I mean,
1: mm-hmm. you talked about Taz. We're like, that's exactly yeah. the the this floor makes a big, big difference. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: So
2: that's that's something else we really focus on too.
0: So, how was it launching this product, during... COVID. I mean you are on this you're on this path and you're, you know, kind of being led, I feel like. So it it was a perfect it's perfect, right? The, The 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 journey is perfect. But how did you find it practically?
1: So it, it wasn't practical. It was so painful <laughs> oh. because you know, for the longest time, it was essential workers only that could go out, and we couldn't deem ourselves essentials, even though our dogs are essential. Yeah. You know, for mm-hmm. we this need last to change that don't we? Yeah, exactly. for, for exactly. this last year, they stayed home. We stayed home with them. Mm-hmm. You know, on our website, we're starting our blog, and we're talking about separation anxiety. We're about to return back to the regular world, and the dogs and our cats that are used to us. What are they going to do as we leave for nine hours a day? They don't to go on that stroll they don't get to go outside and exercise they don't get that treat you know so we and during the pandemic we it was painful but you know thanks to our early adopters and you know a lot of emergency services we did a lot of campaigning about like you know our emergency services you know come to us we do contactless delivery Mm -hmm. we'll drop it at the door and we we had some success in that during the the pandemic yeah
0: Yeah, it was a challenging year for everybody. And <laughs> right. Our dogs and, and cats loved it because, you know, at the very least, they just get to sit at your feet mm-hmm. while you work all day, and, and they love it so much. But, yeah, that's it's it is, we're seeing a lot of people or hearing from a lot of people right now, like, oh, my dog is not handling this mm-hmm. back-to-work thing well. No. So you guys developed this food. Do you do any supplementation or anything, or does all of the nutrition come from the food that you
2: provide? So there's one supplement we do add. Um, huskies tend to require... Higher than above average zinc mm. in their diet. So we do supplement a tad bit of zinc into in that. Sense.
0: Okay, great. Yeah.
2: And this is a natural source. It's not zinc oxide. This is a zinc gluconate, which is a highly digestible form of zinc.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you learn all of this through, yeah, I did. or did you know any of this before <laughs> you stole that dog? <laughs> 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 I'm so glad to hear there was an exchange of money because it, mm-hmm. it yeah. then became legal. Right, yes. right.
1: That's, <laughs> That's what it. I turn I'm like, <laughs> when you tell this story, make sure you. Remind them, you took, you took I was everything well. yes. to tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> when um,
0: you bought the dog, my apologies. When I bought the dog. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: No, you know,
2: I just, I have that personality where if I see something that needs changing, I, I just obsess mm-hmm. over it, you know? And I want to prove that I can change something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so when all this came about, and these experiences happened in my life, it was, it was as an obsession.
0: Yeah. Do so you have nine to five jobs?
2: I used okay. to, I yeah. actually used to be a software developer, oh. but this has taken a full-time role in, Great. I mean, I feel like, yeah, I have to really dedicate myself to it.
0: So how do people get your dog food? How, and I'm sure everybody's wondering, mm. is it expensive? How expensive is it? So
2: it price, the price varies on the, the size of the dog, mm-hmm. of course. Um, I think it averages about maybe a cup or two co- coffees a day, mm-hmm. Um it's a very simple process. We have a website, Julie.com. Uh-huh. Uh, you simply go on there. You enter a few questions concerning your dog's breed and size and age. And from there, we formulate the recipe for you and the quantity. And we ship out to you once a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, the product, because it is fresh, it is delivered frozen. Mm-hmm. And you simply uh, thaw before feeding. And
0: it's as simple as that. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Great. So when it's delivered, does it um, and it's, is it contactless? Mm-hmm. Contact us absolutely. So it's so it's in something that will um, preserve it. It'll stay frozen for an hour or two in the summer sun, or do you have to be home?
1: No. So the way we when we deliver it, we it's it's an insulated box. Okay. Um. Uh. and its, we try to deliver it during the either morning or afternoon, so it doesn't sit in the hot heat all day. Great. when um,
2: when individual gets home.
1: Yeah. So we try our best to do that. But this food, I mean, when we actually. Funny, I drove around Houston with this thing in the back of my truck, testing how long can it go before it starts thawing out. Well right. <laughs> of everything. A lot of, a lot of but during COVID, we had nothing but time. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I was just trying to, I'm, I guess I'm looking for that silver lining, like how did COVID help you, you know, in, yeah. in developing the product? But maybe it, we're it, coming it, to
1: that. Yeah, it really helped us fine-tune the packaging yeah. and the labels. It gave us time to think of, you know, when, when we think about what do we want our brand awareness to be? You know, we want it to be a humble brand. We don't, we're not going out there to earn money. I mean, we're a for-profit company, but we're going out there to change lives of dogs and their owners because now that I have my five-month-old puppy, I realize how quickly, how you fall in love with these. Like, we think of, I think about my brother and sister-in-law, their kids are graduating from high school, going on their own. Now they have two dogs and those are their babies. Mm -hmm. And so I kept thinking, we have to do something right, you know? And so we are... Our brand awareness is all about humble. Our color scheme is just something relatable and relaxing. So Mm -hmm. that's just what we're aiming for. And I think COVID really helped us fine-tune that about Mm -hmm. ourselves. But more or less, it's given us the opportunity to meet the community that needs this help. You know, we're looking to get more involved with the nonprofits around Houston. Mm -hmm. I was here during Harvey, and I remember when uh, there was a huge section of, like, dogs that were displaced. And I walked in, I'm thinking… We have to walk all these dogs. I'm like, wh- 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 where are their owners? How can they forget
0: about these animals? Right. Were you at NRG mm-hmm. Arena? That was something we helped set up. Yeah, when I was That's reading true.
1: about that, I'm like, I, I was there. I didn't, wow. I didn't meet you guys, but I went there to walk the
0: dogs oh, and you. feed them. I'm like, oh, I wonder if you walked my dog. Yeah. <laughs> Fluffy. I got a dog from there. I wound up with a Hurricane Harvey dog and his name is now Finnegan. But mm. yeah, he was there for 30 days. So oh, wow. yeah, and we have lots of friends that adopted from there. And mm-hmm. yeah. So wow, our paths have crossed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. No accident. Well, um, we love this because good nutrition. Caring for your animal in this way helps elevate the status of animals in our Mm -hmm. society. And that's what Houston Pet Set wants to do across the board. We continue to elevate the status of animals because once we do that, all of our problems are solved. Once people realize the value of an animal, whether it's a purebred or whether it's a dog that's lived on the street for six or seven years, they all have value. And and this product does that. This says, you know, your dog is worth feeding Mm -hmm. well. Yeah, Yeah. great. They're family family members. Yeah, beyond family members. Yeah. And with 90% of families who have dogs, considering them a member of the family, Mm -hmm. not a pet, but a member of the family, we think that you have a lot of people out there excited about your product. And you had a question, Tina, that you brought up about. Um, one ingredient, or you know, for all the animals on the streets, you know there are That's, hundreds. You of knew thousands. where I was heading. With okay, that. Yeah. yeah, hundreds of thousands of animals on our streets. We have street feeders. It's expensive when you go out and you watch these street feeders, and they're they're working. Their budgets are their same as their wallets, basically, right? So, um, but if there was one thing that we could do for the street animals, what would it be, or what would it be nutritionally?
2: So I'm going to go under the assumption that because these dogs are living on the streets, many of them are not neuter spayed. Okay. Right. And so I would say that there are dogs out there with litters. And so I think you'll be feeding many of these dogs. So you want to feed a high caloric uh, ingredient. Mm-hmm. And I would say it would be any sort of animal protein. I think which is mm-hmm. the ideal. Just the more mm-hmm. protein, the better. I, I absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, at that age, you know, those puppies are, uh, being fed by their mother, they're going to need up iron, mm-hmm. a lot of essential nutrients such as that. Yeah. Um, they also need a lot of calcium. So I think some sort of calcium supplement can be put mm-hmm. into there.
0: A huge shout out to our street feeders, as yeah. you said, Tamma, that do this every day. Selfless. So- Completely selfless. Yeah. um, That go out and make sure that these animals, dogs, mostly cats, have some sort of nutrition every day, every other day. Mm -hmm. And um, until we can rescue them, until we can get them off of the streets, we're saying just hold on, hold on. We'll we'll Mm -hmm. get to you when we can. It's it's unfortunate we can't go and get them all right now. And it's a big problem here in Houston. It's a huge problem. So thank you all so much. It was a great, yeah. see how thank fast you. that time went? Yeah, went by very quickly. Crazy, like, yeah. Yeah, I know. I still have like 80,000 questions. I do too, <laughs> but I want to talk about um, organ meat and I want to talk about yeah. wolves in the wild yeah. <laughs> and, and, and how you want to partner with the philanthropic yes, animal absolutely. community. Maybe we should throw that in because, you know, how do you want to partner? How do you see yourself playing into this crisis we have with all the <clears> animals <throat> on the streets in Houston? You know and and, and and if it's I don't know yet that's yeah, fine too. We
1: we are looking to get involved. I think this is the first step for us in coming in and listening to all the podcasts that you guys have put out and oh. then reading up on and I'm like, Rudy, this is right up our alley. I mean, we're we're young and we need to be part of this community. What a better way to do than to give back you know even if it's our manual labor hours or mm-hmm. the food that we produce, you know, whatever it is, we, we definitely want to get involved yeah. and we just want to align with, you know, leaving it better than it was. You know? And yeah. if it's someone that brings that yes. with us, then we're on board.
0: you got to do something. You know, you've got to do something. And we say that all the time. If you can give a dollar, if you could give more, if you can foster, if you, and, and mm-hmm. if it's not animals, it's children or any of our vulnerable populations. Sure. But yeah. bless you both for wanting to make this world a better place. And thank God it's for the animals, you know, that we <laughs> yeah. love so much, especially in this city. The city needs it. Probably more than any other city in the U.S.
2: It always starts locally. Yeah, Yeah,
0: it always starts. Yeah, and we'll talk offline, and there are many ways that we can partner. You know, with our to Tamma's point, with our rescue communities, and maybe it just starts with the nursing mothers and their puppies, just Mm -hmm. to make sure that, you know, they're healthy. So we'll we'll talk about that and figure out a way that we can partner. You know, through all of the our networks, and I was thinking too, we have our. soiree coming up mm-hmm. you know it'd be nice to get your product in front of our our guests there because sure. um, it's important that people know about this and then if you're giving back to the community it's a win-win-win Absolutely, know, it's, it's, everybody absolutely. wins especially yeah. the animals so as tina said we can talk offline <laughs> okay yeah, absolutely we right. would love it thank you z thank you rudy so much <laughs> for being so much. here really thank glad to know you guys yeah. this it is a so pleasure. much fun likewise <laughs> bye bye bye